Rocks. It's Friday, October 28th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, an incel shares with us the best kiss he's ever had. And yeah, the story gets rapey. Plus, whites are hereby ordered to pay for black people's Wakanda Forever movie tickets. Another photo of a politician in blackface. And douche as a deadly weapon. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Sensual Poetry. Eating cunt. How I love when you sit on my face, opening yourself in all your grace. You taste so sweet, you taste so fine. I am happy you give me your cunt to dine. Your juices run out, all sticky and wet. I love your taste, on that you can bet. You moan and you buck, you buck and you moan. I shove my tongue deeper, you respond with a groan. You are the best, no more need to hunt. I'll stay with you forever, just eating cunt. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. It's just a fun thing. At least I'm not going to die because I'm a careless fairy. Why did man have to have such a sweet rectum? I'm going to lose my mind today. Rape my boy pussy. Rape my boy pussy. Benson back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show. Got a great one for you today. Now, you know, I love all people. I'm tolerant of all people. I've said it many times. I'm a very live and let live kind of dude. I have to be. I suck cock and I'm a guy. So it's kind of a free for all over here. I've got no morals. Do what you want. I can't get the smell of asshole off my mustache. I mean, that should tell you where I'm at, socially speaking. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I'm trying to say I like black people and I end up talking about my rim job mouth, which I got to say, as far as smells on the mustache goes, I'll take ass over uh, spoiled milk or cheese any day. I don't know what it is. I've I've talked about this as well. Whenever I eat pizza or like macaroni and cheese, I don't know if I'm just a sloppy eater, but it gets in my mustache and I'm smelling it all night. At least with butt, I can reminisce like, oh, yeah. I had sex. That was pretty cool. Who would have thought someone like me getting laid? Small miracles, you know? Again, let me refocus. Black people, black people, black people. So hard to stay focused. Probably because of the butt smell on my mouth. And we're back to that. All right, hold on. Let me take a deep breath. (sighs) Oh, yeah, definitely butt. Mm, And it's not bad. You can see why I'm having such a hard time today, right? All right, let, let me start over. I love black people. Not love. I tolerate. I have a hard time loving anyone. Most groups of people annoy me. But in theory, right, in general terms, I don't have a problem with black people. I think they uh, got a raw deal here in America, you know, with the whole slavery thing. I'm really going out on a limb. These are some controversial views here, but I'm going to go ahead and say racism is bad. Slavery also very bad. And because of uh, all the shit black people have had to deal with over the decades, centuries, whatever, they continue to struggle to get where uh, us normal white people are. And I just lost the blacks. One for calling them blacks and two for calling white people normal. You know, standard, not abnormal like minorities. I, of course, am kidding. I'm all hopped up on caffeine or something. I'm shot out of a cannon today. Many people uh, ask me, Tim, are you woke? And uh, I would like to say, yes, I am, but I don't really know what that means. It's it's like a bad thing. Everyone uses the term woke negatively. And on paper, it sounds like something you should be, right? Aware of social injustices and sympathetic or empathetic and all that shit. 
Woke sounds like something you should be. But I guess like uh, just about everything, people went too far with it. And now it's a bad thing. Like, take, for instance, what I'm trying to get at today. Black people. What's up with them? No, uh, most black people, as far as I can tell, are kind of middle of the road folk. They know they got a raw deal. They, you know, their, their ancestors had to deal with this shit, but they're not asking for the world. They just want to be placed on a level playing field. But then you've got people like Lavender Lee. And of course, Lavender spelled with a Y. That should tell you where she's being placed on the cunt scale. Lavender is, uh, I mean, by all appearances, uh, in favor of segregation. She really wants to, to keep black people and, and white people away from each other, uh, specifically at the movies. She thinks the new Black Panther movie is something just for black folks. White people, fucking stay away. This message is to all our would-be accomplices and white allies. Now, she's using those air quotes, which to me is like, okay, for those of you who think you're white allies or whatever, it's like, lady, we're, we're doing our best over here, some of us. What the hell do you expect from us? Well, she's going to tell us. This message is to all the white people who have BLM in their bio. Okay, well, I'm out then, but okay, for some of you, you might want to listen to this. If you really want to prove to black people that you love us and you care about us and you are down for the cause, do not go see that movie opening weekend. You buy your ticket, you give it to a black person or a black family who can't afford to go. So I guess this is like part of the whole reparations thing. Black people are not very good at negotiating, if that's the case. At first, it was supposed to be 40 acres in a mule, like back in the 1800s, right? Then, uh, you know, in the 90s and 2000s, they just wanted like, like a, a couple grand, right? Maybe like $20,000 or something. Now we're down to a movie ticket and not at matinee pricing either. We're talking a full movie ticket. Notice she doesn't even say anything about like uh, popcorn or candy or soda. That's where they get you at the movie theater. You should really include that. Make white people buy that for you as well. This woman is acting as if this is some great civil rights moment. Yeah, it's a movie with primarily a black cast, but there's been a lot of those already. And need I remind you who created Black Panther, right? Like a white dude. You're welcome. I mean, that should at least give us the right to go see the movie. Can we go if we promise to be quiet? Also, you know, if only black people go see this movie, it's not going to be considered successful. You kind of need uh, all people to go see this movie and make a lot of money so they can continue making Black Panther sequels. It's, uh, it's kind of economics 101. All right, let me shut up. Maybe she makes uh, a, a little more sense here. Do not go see that movie opening weekend. You buy your ticket, you give it to a black person or a black family who can't afford to go. And then you go sit at that theater in front of the doors. You make sure that every black person in that theater can enjoy that movie in peace. The text on the screen uh, above her reads, listen and learn. Lady, I don't know what the fuck you're smoking. I don't think a Marvel movie is going to require a security detail. You make sure that you use your body to block us from anybody who would be coming in that theater to do us harm. That is your job. You can go see it on another weekend. Go see it on the second or third weekend. But the first weekend, that's for us. To do anything other than this 
is anti-black. I don't know when this movie comes out. I wasn't actually planning on seeing it, but you better bet your fucking asshole I'll be there on opening weekend. This makes me just want to buy out the entire theater. Just and just f- give the ticket out to a bunch of albino people. Just the whitest people possible. You know, like those uh, sickly cancer kids that look translucent? That's who I'm going to fill the movie theater with. She set up a GoFundMe page back in August trying to raise money uh, for black families to see Wakanda forever. And she's asking uh, or telling white people to donate. With a $10,000 goal, after a couple months, she has raised $593. 16 donations have come in. And with the prices of movie tickets, uh, that probably will send a family (laughs) to the movies. She's really doing something here. On the GoFundMe page, she writes, I'm an activist based in Houston, Texas. I've recently made a viral video on TikTok urging white allies and accomplices to leave opening weekend of Wakanda forever for black people. This is a great reminder, especially for me. You know, I get angry because I never go viral. When's DV going to get the attention it deserves, right? Well, even if you go viral, that doesn't translate to people A, liking you and B, supporting you. I mean, this GoFundMe, by all accounts, is a failure. She's got a uh, Patreon uh, account where she uh, does life coaching and spiritual welfare checks or something. She has got exactly zero patrons. Maybe she should demand white people start supporting her there, too. That'll work. Anyway, that's lavender for you. Moving on, this is kind of gross. I just had this lying around my desktop for the last day or two, so I thought I'd play it. Uh, I'm sorry, I don't have the name of the person who sent it in. Probably like Tylersaurus Rex or Pajamas. Someone in the Discord. It's another great scene from... ManuraFetish.com Oh, I'm so curious to know how much that site rakes in. We know there are a bunch of shit freaks on the internet, and... Uh, I will say that this is filmed beautifully, right? They've got some nice shots. Uh, I believe some uh, drones were used. The title of this video is Lindra Lynn's uh, Manure Pool. And she's in like this giant, I, I don't know what you would call it. It's huge. It's, it's a, it's like, it is like a manure pool. Manure, like shit from the sewers, I guess, is just deposited there. Take a look at the chapter artwork or um, uh, over there at distortedview.com or superfreaksideshow.com. I'll make it uh, the featured image. And you can really get a good idea of how big this thing is. I'll screen cap the drone shot. You can see the woman in the pool. So, you know, this is like shit from thousands, tens of thousands of people. Who knows? This lady is completely naked, rolling around in this filth and doing other gross things with it. She brought a floaty with her, like a big uh, inflatable flamingo she can sit on. She's pissing. And you can just hear her slapping her ass with shit, playing with her pussy in the shit. Like, this broad is going to die. I can't tell you how many infections she's going to get. She's just like shoving shit, fucking herself with shit, using uh, toys. She's swimming in the shit with her mouth open, just letting all that poop in. 
<laughs> yeah. Spicy, huh? Oh. Even though there's not a lot of audio, just hearing her slosh around in the poop is just vile. One thing I did learn is that there's a website called Scatbook. It's like the Facebook for poop lovers. You can even log in with your Twitter credentials. I signed up so you don't have to. And uh, really what this looks like is a bunch of scat porn providers post on a feed and you can watch little preview clips and then, uh, you know, buy or subscribe to whatever the hell they're selling. I don't think I need to share with you any more scat clips today. You get the idea. But in case you're interested, it's a scatbook.com. I've got a new Utah to share with you on this fine Friday. He also might just end up being a college campus school shooter. I'm getting some real Elliot Roger vibes from this guy. He's uh, he's Zenny Gundam. Gundam, of course, is like some anime mech thing. So we're dealing with a dork here. A dork that is bad with women. We start with a video titled, Sorry, I Prefer Nice Girls. If there was any question about it, uh, this should clear it up. Yes, he is uh, an incel, I'm guessing. Hello, ASMB. Today's lesson is about rejection and handling it. I handle it differently from most other people. Um, I tend to resort to personal attacks, ad hominem attacks, and... Physical attacks? I handle rejection a little bit different. I take a shotgun and blow off the bitch's head. Then I hunt down her family. And all of her bitch friends. Okay. I think it works out well. I don't really, like, whatever they say doesn't hurt me. I know they're hurt by what I say. And I just don't have a conscience when it comes to that. You reject me, you've just made a grave mistake, my young lady. So let me show you an example of the kind of shit that got me open. Uh, IP banned from OkCupid on my computer. He's been banned from OkCupid, which is a real shame because I've got another video of him talking about OkCupid. Well, he must have been prior to when he was banned. So, this is a conversation I had. Yeah, I don't. you don't get to see the whole conversation here, but what happened was, uh, you know, he was talking with a girl. He, he exchanged 10 messages, he said. And then she uh, told him that she wasn't interested. That set him off. And he told her, look, bitch, you're going to be single with the way you're talking. You're not going to find a man. And uh, she replied, I'm going to be single for a while. Look. Who talks to girls like you do, you asshole? Maybe reevaluate how you speak. And sorry, I'm not that desperate like you are. He replies, why so angry? So typical that now you want to type out long paragraphs instead of your normal curt one-sentence bullshit now that I've hit close to home. You have a lot to learn, little girl. And the way I speak is just fine. Obviously, this man is insane, right? Like, a 10-message conversation is not that long, really, in text. How you doing? Good. How are you? That's already two messages. You really, you haven't invested that much into the relationship to be this worked up over it. I'm going to get the last word in, and I'm going to let you know you made a huge mistake. You fucked the wrong guy this time. That's all I got to say. Yeah. You showed her. Meanwhile, she dodged a fucking bullet there. Maybe quite literally. Uh, here's another video. This, I mean, you know, I mentioned that he was talking about uh, OK Cupid in, in some of his content. Well, here it is. Let's talk about some things. OK Cupid. Yeah, I've been going through a drought recently. This drought has only lasted 26 years. Yeah, I've been going through a drought recently, and I miss the old days when you could just mass message girls constantly. You didn't need to get replies from them in order to keep messaging them. <laughs> I liked it better when they made it easy to harass women in mass. 
Why isn't spam assaulting a thing anymore? Look, this guy just wants to cast a wide net. Mass message 500 women at a time over and over and over. Eventually, he'll trick one of them into a conversation. That's how you really know you're dealing with an incel. When he works in volume trying to get dates. All right. Uh, so apparently, OkCupid okay closed a loophole where you could uh, just spam women. Message girls constantly. You didn't need to get replies from them in order to keep messaging them. That's actually a good idea. We're like, you're allowed to send one or two messages, and then you have to wait for a reply before you can send another one. And, you know, feminism is at its peak now, or at least it was a few years back when they made that change to the website. And it sucks. And uh, these precious women are getting away with everything nowadays. God forbid you confront them on their bullshit. Speaking of which, uh, I you can confront them on their bullshit, but you just have to be concise about it. You got to confront them in one message. Had a restraining order. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> this video has already has already reached its inevitable conclusion. Women are bitches. Feminism is evil. Oh, I got a restraining order. Which, uh, I had a restraining order a while back. Uh, I, I won the court case, but if we go back to... It really started in late 2013, but the legal matters took place uh, in early 2014. I went on a couple of dates with this girl from OkCupid, picked her up at her apartment, and we had nice expensive dinners. And then, of course, um, after the third date, she just started ghosting me and I wasn't really having it so I showed up at her apartment and eventually her place of employment and she made it a litigious matter and uh yeah <laughs> how did he beat this restraining order he is the reason restraining orders exist I couldn't believe she really had the audacity to do that but when it came to court um she was quite shaky and I was on my game. I won the case and hopefully she learned her lesson. Now, from now on, if you do some bullshit behind my back, like start going out with other men or just decide to blow me off, you better have an explanation. Holy fucking shit. Lucy, you have some explaining to do. Is that how it goes? No. <laughs> uh, the first comment sums it up nicely. Uh, you're in a dark, dark dark place man other people commenting that his bedroom looks like it's straight out of the early 2000s he's got a spider-man movie poster a panasonic television that's like a crt you know one of those big tube televisions here's another video where he explains that he got fired um <laughs> i'm sorry it's just so ridiculous he had a teaching job and uh i guess his co-workers figured out what a creepy was what's up youtube when you accept any teaching position you have to make sure that you're a good fit for the company my co-workers conspired against me because they thought i was pedantic and they didn't like that i kept to myself that was a bit disconcerting to them yeah i think there's more to it than that just based on your previous videos also the title to this video is any legal age teenage women want to come along for the ride which kind of doesn't have anything to do with what he's talking about, but also it explains a lot about why he was fired as a teacher. Well, I'm sorry, I didn't want to engage in your name prattle. Um, it worked out in the long run for me because two days later, I ended up making twice as much by gambling on baseball and tennis than I would have made by working over there. Over yeah, th this is going to end well for him. Who needs a teaching job when you can gamble all your money? Summer. So that's cool. 
And I'm also planning on playing in the World Series of Poker main event in a couple weeks. And I'm there to win it. Alpha male. I can't believe this guy is real. This is an act, right? This is phenomenal performance art. We all need to start ending every conversation with alpha male. This is how I'm going to be hanging up the phone from now on. Oh, dinner at the Cheesecake Factory at six. Okay, sounds good. See you there. Alpha male. Alpha male out. Or better yet, alpha male away. I've got one more clip from this guy. I love this one so much. It's story time with Zenny Gundam. Ziggity Zenny Gundam. What's going on, YouTube? Not much. We're all just waiting for Chris Hansen to bust through the door. I'm going to share a great story of you tonight. We're going back to my best kiss ever. I was five. My mom was tucking me in, and she gave me a goodnight kiss. The end. have to go back to my college days. There was a, a lot of lip. I think mom was trying to tell me something. So the scene is fall 2011, Virginia, Charlottesville, Virginia. I'm in my dorm. I'm completely drunk. I'm almost blackout drunk. So you know he's going to exercise good judgment here. Blackout drunk. And my RA is trying to stop me from leaving the dorm because I'm saying like stuff about how I want to go kiss girls on the corner and stuff like that. <laughs> um, Whether they like it or not. But he really doesn't have a right to do that. So I sprint out the RA from my floor, him, and the RA from the floor below try to chase me, but I, 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 I'm way too fast. People are looking out for this guy, trying to prevent him from making very, very bad decisions, which is probably going to lead to yet another restraining order. I'm going to fast forward because this is a six minute story. He ends up at a nightclub. Now, of course, he's by himself. He's dancing. He spots a girl, just a random woman. He's never spoken to her before in his life. Who cares? Everybody's just having fun. And I lean up and I give her a slap. I give her a sloppy kiss on the. I catch the left side of her face. I catch like her cheek and a little bit of her whip. This is the best kiss he's ever had. He basically misses her mouth. And she's kind of out of it, so like she doesn't really like know what's going on at first. Score. That's exactly how you want her, right? And then I go for another attempt, and this time, 10 out of 10, ah. land a perfect kiss. That's the best kiss to date. What makes this so great? Well, she was so out of it, she didn't immediately slap the guy. Someone probably roofied her. For once, he didn't have to do it himself, allegedly. And her lips were so fucking soft, and it was amazing. But then she turns around to me, and she uh, says, Who the fuck are you? Even though she was messed up, that kiss that you say is the best you've ever had in your life, it was so bad for her, she sobered up quickly. What? What the? Who are you? Why are you doing this to me? Uh, says, who the fuck are you? In her heavy Virginia accent. And I can't emulate that accent, but it was, it's a little weird. Um, yeah, so she says that to me and I just stand there like smiling and staring at her because I'm kind of almost blackout drunk. This is why he's an incel, by the way. He could have tried to smooth things over. He could have tried to be charming. He could have said, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Let me introduce myself. My name is Brandon. I saw you from across the room. You were so gorgeous. I've had a little too much to drink. 
so my confidence got the best of me, but I I had to I had to meet you. I had to kiss you. I mean, I don't know if that would have worked, but it's better than just like staring at her when she asks you who you are. Why did you kiss me? And you're just like a fucking psycho frozen with your mouth open. I also don't believe that this guy was near blackout drunk. I think he uses that as an excuse, you know, an explanation as to why he's going up kissing random broads. Smiling and staring at her because I'm kind of almost blackout drunk. And all of a sudden I see these two like huge football player guys like who I, I guess <laughs> yeah. she was with. She has a boyfriend. Uh-oh. Standing up. And this isn't why I ran out though, but oh, I ran out because I was like, oh, Fuck, I think I fucked up. I didn't read her body language correctly. Um, Unwanted kiss, and then you fled the scene. You ran away like a bitch. I don't know why this bitch did not fall head over heels for you. I'm out of there. I'm out of number three. I don't have to explain everything to the bouncers and to those dudes and to her. Get another restraining order. It's just a hassle, you know. Like, we're not in class. We're at a, we're at a club. We're, we're, here to, we're here to jam. So I sprint out because she kind of like, she kind of screwed it up. And again, it's, you know, it's all the bitch's fault. She screwed things up for him. As soon as I get outside of number three, I see my friend Mike, who's also on the same floor as me in my dorm. Last name Hunt. And he's eating dumplings and he's, he's way out of it. He's more out of it than she was. You try to kiss him too? All right. The story's about to get a whole lot more interesting me. He looks like his, his eyes are fucking like red and yeah. he's got the dumpling sauce all over his hands and shit. I'm like, hey Mike, we gotta go. We gotta go. The corner's hot right now. We gotta go. And he just like keeps casually eating his dumplings and he's like, hey dude. I was like, Mike. Don't come between a man and his dumplings. And after that, after like he was unresponsive, I sprinted across University Ave. This guy certainly has a thing for people who are unresponsive. Ran all the way across campus to my dorm, and I was paranoid for the rest of the night. But yeah, rubbed um, one out in your bed, and you you called it a night. Um, yeah. This is the best kiss he's ever had, by the way. That was still that was still the best night yep. ever, Ash. That was so fun. The best <laughs> night ever. Sexual assault and dumplings. It does sound fulfilling. Well, there you go. That's Zenny Gundam, a new personal favorite for me. Oh, yeah, I'm subscribed. Now, the bad news is uh, he's very erratic with his postings. It uh, he, he took like two years off, but now he's back posting on a regular basis again. So I'm very excited about that. All right. Uh, and with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist to the fucked up news right now. And I could sure use your help if you are not yet a member of the Distorted View Sideshow. What are you waiting for? Help support this stupidity. If you like TV, prove it. Sign up right now, superfreaksideshow.com. All major credit cards and PayPal accepted. It's only $6.99 a month, even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. What do you get? Well, full access to the entire archive of programs. Thousands and thousands, almost like 5,000 past episodes in the archives. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive episodes. Yesterday was a Sideshow day, uh, and then earlier in the week on Tuesday we did a Sideshow exclusive episode. And that's typical. Usually I do uh, two uh, episodes just for paying freaks every week. 
So this is an incredible bargain. This is how I make my living. So if you like DV, please consider supporting it. Superfreaksideshow.com. You get access to a special uh, password-protected RSS feed that works with most podcasting apps. If you want an even easier way to get new Sideshow episodes and you happen to use Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you can now sign up in those apps. Just a few taps. Boom, you'll be getting all the new free shows and all the new Sideshow exclusive episodes. So just another way to get some Sideshow content. For more information on all of this, check out distortedview.com and, of course, superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, the final way to help support us, we, we do have a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. You can pledge as little as a dollar over there. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first. If you pledge uh, $20 or more a month, you get access to uh, some various DV goodies I send out. I'm in the process of sending out uh, some new Distorted View merchandise to our higher tiered patrons. So uh, if you uh, if you do pledge at least $20, be on the lookout for that. All right. Again, patreon.com slash Distorted View. Three very quick stories now. First app. I don't know how this keeps happening. It's like if you are a politician or a potential politician, if you're running for office... You should really just think hard. Think back 5, 10, 15 years and try to remember if you ever posed for a picture in blackface. And you really should just go ahead and uh, get in front of that because it's going to come out. Those pictures always fucking resurface. And here we go again. A Republican candidate has been caught wearing blackface in a Halloween costume where she dressed up as Aunt Jemima. It's really one of the more offensive costumes you could dress up in. Not the most offensive, but close. Hey, what you doing? I'm making waffles. What kind? Oh, it's Grandma Jigaboo's old Negro-style waffle batter. <laughs> Fucking record scratch. Aunt Jemima as a brand doesn't uh, exist anymore, right? It's now called... They changed the name completely. They didn't just get rid of, you know, the, the character. It was a real double whammy. Like, like the character itself was like a black uh, stereotype. But then the name of the product, Aunt Jemima. That's a little racial, too. So they just, they just went, you know what? <laughs> We're going to change the entire name of the company to the Pearl Milling Company. It would be so great if we found out in, I don't know, five or ten years, you know, after the brand is really established that someone by the name of Pearl Milling was like a famous slave owner in the South or a big fat Nazi. Pearl Milling, she slaughtered a bunch of Jews here in the United States. She was called the Hitler of Mississippi. Here's hoping. Anyway, uh, so yes, a Republican candidate has been caught wearing blackface. She dressed up as Aunt Jemima. Uh, her defense is that uh, drag queens are worse. Let me ask you this. Yeah, is blackface any worse than trannies dressing up as trannies, doing trans things, and making our kids turn into trans after reading books by trans? Drag queen story hour. Like, He's really trying to use that <laughs> something as a defense there. Marianne uh, Mendoza is running for the state house in Arizona uh, this November on a platform centered around her opposition to immigration, saying that her son was killed in a 2014 car accident with an undocumented immigrant who was driving drunk. OK, I understand she's got an axe to grind there. Immigration has totally negatively affected her life. Not sure what that has to do with her dressing up uh, in blackface. Oh, by the way, check out the chapter artwork. I mean, this was some poorly done blackface. She literally just colored herself with a marker, I think. 
pictures shared on social media show her wearing black face paint with bright red lips and a wig with coiled locks and a red handkerchief on her head. She has hoop earrings in an apron that says Aunt Jemima. I always think it's funny when people wear costumes with the name of who they're supposed to be on them. It's like if people can't figure it out on their own, your costume sucks. Or, you know, I understand if it's like super, super obscure, but everyone knows who Aunt Jemima is. She's America's aunt or House Negro or whatever. I don't know what she was considered back in the day. In another photo, she's dressed up as Pocahontas. Please tell me there's a third where she's dressed up like Hong Kong Fooey or something. She also used makeup to darken her skin for that costume. Uh, according to ABC 15, a local news affiliate in Arizona, some of the pictures were posted to Facebook by her late son. She killed him. Uh, the Aunt Jemima pictures were posted in October 2011 and the Pocahontas pictures in October of 2012. Oh, back to back Halloween hits. Mendoza has not yet commented on the pictures, which are being shared on social media, but her political allies have been standing up for her. If this happened in the 70s or even 80s, you could do you could, you know you could make the argument like it was a different time, it was socially acceptable, which I don't know if it was socially acceptable back then, but I think people were more okay with it. But also you could say like I was young and dumb back then. I've learned so much since when I was 15. 2011 and 2012. I think mean, I, I, that was kind of at the time where we knew uh, blackface was uh, not a safe costume choice. Quote, instead of focusing on decade-old Halloween photos posted by liberal opponents, it was posted by her son. And no one thought to take it down, you know, in the last decade. I mean, I realize he's dead, but, you know, get that profile just off of Facebook. All right, instead of focusing on decade-old Halloween photos posted by liberal opponents right before an election, voters care about a secure border and common-sense policies that will keep Arizona strong. That's according to Representative Debbie Lesko in a defense of Mendoza. Mendoza's friend, Kathleen, well, of course her friend's going to defend her. Her friend said, her heart is pure and she deserves our full support. And then she added, whatever makeup she wore is no worse than drag queens. Mm. Poor drag queens really being drug into the culture wars here. Her Democratic opponents, oh, I'm sure they're loving this, candidate Seth Blattman and Lorena Austin denounced Mendoza, saying that the pictures should disqualify her from the race. Uh, there were the anti-Semitic remarks, you know, a couple years ago that got her banned from Twitter. Oh, really? I didn't know about that. And kicked out of the Republican National Convention. This is racism. This is, hey, well, it sounds like this is a pattern of behavior. Got kicked out of Twitter. She got uh, kicked out of the Republican National Convention. That's the real shocking thing. You must have said some really whacked out shit. Well, I'll let you guys judge for yourself again. Check out the chapter artwork. Get a good view of this uh, lady. All right. Uh, second story we have for you. This one comes from Nashville, Tennessee. An attorney for a death row inmate in Tennessee who cut off his cock shortly after asking to be placed on suicide watch filed a complaint against prison officials Friday. He's not upset about the penis thing. He's more upset about how they're treating him now. And to be fair, the prison just wants to make sure that he doesn't cut off any other body parts. Uh, Kelly Henry filed a motion for a temporary restraining order at Nashville's Davidson County Chancery Court, asking the judge to declare that the prison's treatment of Henry Hodges violates his constitutional rights. Hodges returned to Riverbend Maximum Security Institution from the hospital on October 21st. Since then, he's been held naked in four-point and six-point restraints, 
on a thin mattress over a concrete slab. This is a guy who willingly cut off his dick. Now he's complaining about being on a concrete slab. It feels funny. It's fucking up my back. Mr. Hodges' treatment by defendants placed him at risk of permanent nerve damage, paralysis pain, suffering, bed sores, sepsis, malnutrition, and even death. Again, the cockless wonder here is bitching about potential complications. Now he's worried about his health. According to this is all just a he just wanted to get out of, um, you know, being in a maximum security prison, right? I think he's he's aiming to um, be transferred to some sort of mental facility institution or something. According to the complaint, Hodges periodically suffers from psychotic episodes. Don't we all? One of those began around October 3rd when Hodges started smearing feces on the walls of his cell. Should record that. Make a quick buck over there at manurefetish.com. All right, so uh, he began going through this psychotic episode. He started smearing feces on the walls. Rather than provide him with mental health treatment, prison officers began withholding food from Hodges. You can't eat. You're not going to shit. Good way of dealing with that. On October 7th, Hodges broke a window out of his cell and used a razor to slit his left wrist. In the infirmary, he told the treatment provider he needed to go on suicide watch. However, he was returned to the cell with the broken window And then, less than an hour later, he severed his penis from his body with a razor blade. Hodges was taken to Vanderbilt University Medical Center, where surgeons reattached his penis. Oh, okay, it's back where it belongs. Despite holding Hodges' medical power of attorney, Henry was not allowed to see him during the two weeks he was there. When he was returned to the prison, he was placed naked in restraints in a cell with no television, no radio, or any other means of mental stimulation uh, that is lit up day and night. He was left to lie in his own defecation and has stopped eating. That's according to the complaint. Henry is asking the court to order the Tennessee Department of Corrections to release him from his restraints, provide him with clothing, and appoint an independent monitor of his mental and physical health treatment. Hodges, by the way, was sentenced to death in 1992 by a Nashville jury that found him guilty of murdering telephone repairman Ronald Bassett in uh, May of 1990. He was also sentenced to 40 years in prison for robbing the man. In a separate case, uh, there was another murder. He was convicted of that as well. He goes after weird guys. Like, who murders a telephone repairman? And then the other killing is from, like, he killed a chemical engineer. What are these people doing to him? I guess it's all part of that whole, uh, you know, psychotic episode thing. All right. Final story we have for you. This is a short one from Virginia. A suspected shoplifter has been dubbed the aerosol attacker. That's not what I would call her. After she used sprays of a feminine deodorant against a Virginia store clerk. How about the PU pussy perp? The stinky snatch shoplifter. Cunt. Just, just cunt. What to do when you're suffering from feminine odor and itching, but you're low on cash? I mean, I don't know if that was part of what she was stealing, if that was really what she was going for, if she was simply using the douche as a a, a weapon. Let's read on. The suspect was not wearing pants. Well, yeah, she's trying to air out that thing. Part of the problem. Uh, The wild attack happened just before 5 p.m. on Wednesday, October 19th at a convenience store in Stafford. Stafford is about 45 uh, miles southwest of Washington, D.C. Quote, Deputy C.C. Crossett responded to a call of a disturbance at a Sheets. That's a gas station and convenience store. The caller, a store employee, advised they were just attacked. 
They provided the description of a female wearing a green shirt and no pants. You could have just said, it, it's a bitch wearing no pants. The green shirt is not even that important. They'll, they'll, they'll find a, the pantsless woman. The victim advised the woman uh, attempted to steal over $20 worth of items. When store employees attempted to stop her, she sprayed the employee with an aerosol can. She then left the store. A 43-year-old Washington, D.C. woman matching that description. Just a, a naked woman on the street with her pussy hanging out. Smelling uh, more than a little ripe. She was found outside sitting in her vehicle at one of the gas pumps. She didn't even bother to leave the sheets. Deputy Cross had asked her about the incident and she confirmed she attempted to steal the items and then sprayed the employee with the feminine deodorant. A two ounce can of fresh floral scented extra care feminine deodorant spray was also recovered. The product promises all day freshness control and includes ingredients such as butane and propane, you know, for problem odors. When only gasoline can eliminate a stink. The, the idea is you just burn it like a like a brush fire. <laughs> the woman is charged with larceny and assault and battery and was being held without bond at the regional jail. Quote, great job to Deputy Crossett for handling the situation in a cool and calm manner, the sheriff's office said. If I may have a word with the criminal involved in this news story for just a second. In the future, I would uh, stay away from the floral scents of pussy spray. Have you heard about Tutti Fruity scented douche? Cleanliness is an essential part of sexual attraction. Many women prefer using a douche to clean out their vagina. I always love that this was supposed to be some quasi-medical audio recording, but he says things like, clean out your vagina. Also, many types of flavored and scented douches. Concentrates can be purchased through mail-order houses. The flavors and scents range from peach nectar, raspberry, and tutti frutti to champagne and even honey. Yeah, I don't think douches come in that, that type of variety anymore. Champagne? Champagne douche. How exotic. Oh, the 1960s and 70s were great. A great time to be a pussy eater. So many exotic flavors of snatch, right? Uh, artificially flavored snatch. Uh, that, my friends, is short distorted news for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. Love to hear from you, freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at distortedview.com. I'm all over social media at distortedview on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash distortedview show. Yada, yada, yada. I believe we have some patrons checking in here. Hey, Tim. Oh. This is Twink Toilet. Um, I have to say, uh, the Thursday show, I guess that would be. Because it's Friday now. Yes. Or whatever the one you posted last night. Yeah, the Sideshow exclusive episode uh, from yesterday. Um, the, I, I have to give it to you. The part with the, the little kid reading the, the, the medical shit, the little Indian kid reading the medical <laughs> shit, and yeah. you mocking him at the same time <laughs> is one of the funniest things I've heard from you in a while. Oh, I literally was crying. Like, I was like, like people at my job... We're like, what is wrong with you? Because I was doubled over laughing so hard. It was oh, well, thank very you. well done. Glad and you enjoyed it. Hilarious. I, I have to, I have to tell you, you you, you knocked that one out of the park. Um, I, <laughs> that kid, man. I'm the one. <laughs> no, nothing he said was any. Yeah, it was like this weird YouTube channel a uh, listener found, and we were they like, just. It was like it's like a narrator, but it sounds like an Indian kid. Anywhere close to English, great. It was great. <laughs> um, also, I'm listening to old 
2020 episodes, but I'm listening to them in reverse, and I'm hearing the saga of your car but in backwards, and it is hilarious <laughs> to hear you, like, get the car that you wanted and then, like, go backwards in time of when your car failed and all the people yeah. telling you what car to get and yeah, how the bad new, you are. The new car, yes. I, I got a car stuff. back in 2020. At least a car. A brand new car. And it died on me the, the first day I got anyway, it. Tim, anyway, Tim, just, just bring that up. All right, talk to you later. Well, there you go. Yes, oh, Another reason to sign up for the side show. Apparently, yesterday's episode was very good. Jigoo, Timmy Goo, Jigoo, Haley's Comet calling up. And I couldn't help but notice on Monday's best of program. I can't tell if this is the real Haley's Comet or not. That in the voicemail section, a caller uh, keyed us in to our followed scion, Roy Killer Wars, gnome to Facebook book, which was Roy Killer Otto Von Warburg. Yes. And I think it really belies the sophistication that we haven't appreciated about our fallen hero. Uh, I think that is a reference to Nobel Prize winning uh, 20th century German biochemist Otto Heinrich Warburg, who made several seminal observations and findings about the central carbon metabolism, particularly oxidative phosphorylation, and in fact uh, won the Nobel Prize for the Warburg effect. It sounds like Haley's comment. Yeah, Roy did go by that name, uh, Warburg. Sometimes he would go by Roy Otto Warburg. So you're you're onto something there. Cancer cells uh, consume uh, glucose and uh, use it to do. Uh, aer- anaerobic rather uh, than uh, aer- aerobic uh, metabolism. This is the reason why PET imaging works for modern diagnostics. Uh, all right. And you might say, Haley's comment, you don't have a PhD in biochemistry. Uh, how do you know so much about Otto Warburg? Well, I had to do some deep research into him because my wife started calling me Otto Warburg. And of course, I was really embarrassed. But on the other hand, it also gave me robust erections because I'm into that kind of stuff. Right, there you go. Fake Haley's Comet calling in with some uh, actual information. Hey, Tim, this is Zigo. Uh, I posted a bunch of videos from the Fake uh, Disorder Cringe subreddit, and you've featured a lot of them. Thank you, Zigo. Uh, I was planning on doing like some sort of weekly breakdown where once a week I just go through the best posts and... Oh. Uh, submit them in the uh, in the Discord. Oh, that would be great and very helpful. <laughs> so I don't have to go through them all. Uh, I'm about to get my master's in uh, clinical psychology. So oh, I- so this is probably interesting to you, right? Just watching people fake disorders and like you being able to sort of point out where they're faking it. And give some background info for you when necessary. Just kind of the summary of what's going on because it's incomprehensible sometimes, isn't it? Um, but I was wondering... Are you already kind of doing that yourself? Is it even useful if I go through that every week? Because if uh, it would be um, very useful for you to go through it, because uh, I'll tell you, I haven't, I, I forget about these certain subreddits, and then uh, I'll remember, you know, like um, every month or two, I'll be like, oh, I should go and check this subreddit. And rather than going through all of them, if if you want to post the ones that you find funny or interesting, uh, that would be a great help to me, because I do look at the Discord more often than I look at the fake disorder uh, Reddit thing. You guys uh, always provide a lot of great content. Just another reason for you to check out the Discord, by the way, in addition to the conversation going on. uh, Freaks post a lot of great DV-worthy links. There's a link on the main navigation bar. Again, thank you so much, Ziggo, for the offer. Yeah, if you want to post some, if if you're already going through those videos, post the ones you enjoy. Uh, I'll take a look at them and maybe feature some on the program. Uh, That is all the time we have on this edition of the show. Want you guys to email me, show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is 
is uh, our official, I was going to say your official website. It's all of our official websites. Uh, voicemail line for you at 206-666-4463. That's 206-660-GOD. Is it OGOD? ManilaFetish.com Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Guys, thank you so much for a great week of programs. I'll be back on Monday to do it over again. Until then, bye, everybody. It's Friday, baby. Fuck. Yeah, it's the weekend, baby. Fuck. Yeah. Friday, baby. Fuck. Fuck. The weekend, baby. Fuck. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scrob Media Group. Learn more at scrob.net.